Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. up everyone it's v the grill economist coming to you live on this edition of rogue news in the morning with my main man cj working the airways and making sure the broadcast is coming out crispy and clean you know what i mean check us out roguenews.com follow us on twitter at real rogue news rogue news on every single podcasting app known to humanity we are everywhere you want us to be plus a bag of chips and with that being said also guys um pride month is over it is indeed and you did nothing cj time to move forward you know, it's so easy for you to say. It's so easy for you to say, you you mis- you, you you pig, you transphobic, homophobic, phobic pig, you. Indeed. That's terrible. Anyway, that's behind us. The Rainbow Mafia can wait until, uh, I mean, they forget Pride Month. They have Pride Centuries at this point, bro. Uh, a lot of things going on as the United States is hurtling to a great and deep depression that after this whole entire thing pops, CJ, I'm crunching the numbers. My estimates as to when uh, or how long this depression would be, and we're, we're, not, we're officially in a recession, even though we've been in a recession for quite some time. They just made it official uh, today. It officially started today, folks. The, the recession is, is, is full blast, full blast. And uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, my guesstimate, Siege, that when the, uh, the cheap money runs out, which will be in about two to three years, if this ship is not drastically corrected, if people are not punished for their crimes, for what they have done, in the way that they have destroyed this country, gutted it, hollowed it out, hijacked it, then we stand right now a 97% chance of going into a depression. That's not going to last two years, five years, or 10 years, CJ. But I will be very conservative and say this thing could last 30 to 50 years because that's how gutted the economy is. That's how gutted physical production is. That's how gutted the nascent knowledge, the native knowledge on how to create wealth and wealth that could only be created on the factory floor has been wiped out. And when you wipe out that kind of wealth and you wipe, wipe out that kind of knowledge and that kind of industry, you lose the very knowledge and know-how on how to rebuild this. We're in for dire straits, my man. Dire straits. So anything can happen. 
And with that being said, bro, I mean, what, what's on your radar? Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think you're spot on, uh, V, in regards to the the the, the time frame, the the expanded amount of time that we're going to have to be dealing with any type of efforts to reindustrialize our country, and there's too many obstacles in place right now to keep that from happening. Everything in in regards to the the environmental um, impact of what they're wanting to accomplish with the green agenda. Every bit of any type of, of bringing back manufacturing to the United States is going to involve more energy consumption, V. But we're Absolutely. not even beginning to have a conversation around what are the tangible items that, that could be accomplished versus the massive shortfall of, of raw materials, of potential uh, not even being able to get parts. And we're, we're at the beginning cycle. This is, this is just, at, just the beginning, V. We are in the beginning. And, and, and this is the whole entire thing. It's like... The only industries we have left, you know, that we have real manufacturing, you have the automotive, and that's been gutted as well. When you look at the automotive sector, we don't manufacture any of these parts here. These parts are manufactured overseas. They're manufactured to spec, all right? So they're done in either Germany. I mean, you look at any car, you're, you're, you're most likely running a mo like a, a Bosch unit or one of those uh, uh, Motronic units and whatnot. Those are all made in Germany. Uh, other secondary and tertiary components in a car are made in China. And they're all just, just put together. They're all assembled here. You, you see what I'm saying? So that's what we have left. And then what else? Right? Uh, oil and gas drilling, which we're still pretty damn good at. We're still good at it. We're not as good as the Russians because they've, you know, over the years, because they don't have any woke, idiotic politicians running their country they were able to come out with some very creative, innovative ways of extracting hydrocarbons from the earth with minimal environmental uh, problems or env environmental impact. So there's not much of anything left. I mean, for the love of God, building a road in this country is a, is, is a, is a forever process. I'm trying to get a pothole fix. It takes right. forever. Something that simple. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know, it, 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 it's, and this is going to persist. It's going to continue. Because we, we have a parasite, a financial parasite that has been draining and bleeding this country dry in the most sophisticated, I wouldn't say most sophisticated, but in a sophisticated wealth extraction scheme that they've been running since Bretton Woods. And it's gotten prolifically bad. We, you see, we have totally hollowed out our economy because we fed the fire. We fed the fire. We didn't start the fire. We need hobo sermons on right now. But we, uh, we, we fed the fire. And what is that fire? Fire is finance, insurance, and real estate. In other words, the speculative economy. And when you begin to feed the fire that is the specula speculative economy, it begins to destroy the physical economy. And it begins to ha and, and it happens in such a way where the original purpose of finance, insurance, and real estate is to bolster. It is an adjunct. It is a support mechanism for what? Industry and production. And when you lose industry and production and all you have is finance, insurance, and real estate, you have a speculative bubble that only the parasite could feed on, number one. And number two, any sort of movement to try and create a physical economy, a manufacturing-based economy, is quickly attacked and destroyed by the parasite itself. It's kind of like a cancer cell. 
When you look at a cancer cell, a cancer cell has 24 more, 24 times more glucose receptor sites than a normal cell. And what does a cancer cell do? What does it, what, what does it do? Right? It changes the environment of the body. It goes from an alkaline, you know, a very pH balanced body into something that is extremely acidic. It destroys normal cellular respiration, and cellular respiration is the exchange of carbon dioxide and oxygen. It absolutely subverts that. It, it, it transforms your body from an aerobic organism into an anaerobic or an aerobic environment to an anaerobic environment. And this is the reason why cancer cells have 24 times the glucose receptor sites, why it feeds on sugar. It feeds on glucose. It feeds on sugar. And this cancer cell has turned the environment of your body that the body begins to feed it. And then you have serious dis-ease. And it's the same thing with the financial system. The cancer cell that is the financial system has changed the very environment of the body politic. It has changed the very environment of the American or the body of the American economy. It's destroyed us. We're hollowed out. And the only thing that can be done, folks, is either heroic intervention, which I'm not holding my breath for, CJ. I don't think there's a, a single politician, save DeSantis in Florida, that has any sort of balls or courage and know-how on how to fight these guys. I think the country, if it stays together as a quote-unquote union, we're fucked. But if the red states can separate from the blue states, the best possible outcome, see, no matter how many times you, me, and Gus wargame this, the only possible outcome is two different countries, man. Right, <clears throat> right. And, and fundamentally, you know, we, we've been warned about this point for, for many, many years. You know, this, for people that have been paying attention, for people who, who know, the, the warning signs have been out there for, forever. And probably one of the individuals who ran the most disruptive election cycle uh, that interrupted the the globalist take between Bill Clinton and George H.W. Bush uh, was Ross Perot. And Ross Perot back in the 90s was ridiculed in regards to his stance, in regards to his concern about NAFTA, his concern about the federal deficit. He warned us. And, and because he was a billionaire, he was able to have a heavy influence, almost kind of a Trump stance, but obviously two different characters altogether. But I'm, what I'm getting at is that it was very disruptive to the political establishment. And, and B, I think it's important to play this because, like, think about what you just said in regards to the industrialization, the deindustrialization of the United States. And this is what Ross had to say even way back then, uh, B, about what was happening with, with NAFTA. Yeah. You can move your factory south of the border, pay a dollar an hour for labor, hire a young 25. That's assume you've been in business for a long time. You've got a mature workforce. Pay a dollar an hour for your labor have no health care, that's the most expensive single element making a car, have no environmental controls, no pollution controls, and no retirement, and you don't care about anything but making money, there will be a giant sucking sound going south. So we, if, if the people send me to Washington, the first thing I'll do is study that 2,000-page agreement and make sure it's a two-way street. You can move your factory south of the border. There you go. There you go. NAFTA gave us the shafta, as they'd say. <clears throat> and, and, and looking at it also in the perspective, so he, 
he talks about these things from from a, an entrepreneurship. You know, he has a track red, record for success. And what what happened? And I'm not sure where along the way. I think it was the the merger between government and corporations. Is that there, the thought process began? It shifted away from true entrepreneurship, right? Like, yep. uh, don't get me wrong; it still exists. It's still alive and, and breathing. But now we have an, an elite class who feels that the political establishment should create markets, should create products, and that's not where it should begin. You can't have a political establishment aligned with the corporations come forth and said, we want to push this, this green agenda. And here's the reason, because it's going to make us a lot of money. And at the same time, this is what we can leverage for. So hence who controls the money supply, who controls the investment that runs to small business for, for, for these, for these projects to get up and going. And time and time again, every time the government gets involved to try to create a marketplace, it, it doesn't work. Never look at, look at universal healthcare. The government's attempt to create, a platform for that and and, and the dismal uh, arrival of that. So so we, we have to change that back away. And so it really frustrates frustrates me when they say, well, administrations have little to do with with gas prices. They can't they can't do. Well, they, I guess they do. Because Bullshit. They create the climate, whether companies want to start investing here in the United States or take their dollars elsewhere. So if you have a, a an administration that's very harsh on uh, environmental protections and and shifting the way into electric use. Do you think that the the Exxon's and the the, the big oil giants? Do you think they're going to start focusing and putting more money here in the states, or are they going to start doing some other projects elsewhere? And and so again, the climate that's created by government warrants their best thing that they can do is is get out of the way, uh, mindful of, of regulation. There needs to be a few things in place, whether it's 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 health. We know we've had the vast stories and histories of companies that have polluted waterways and so forth. So, so that, that does need to be some minimal measurements put in place, but the idea that government can create business, create services, create products is, is it needs to be thrown out the window. It, it doesn't exist. Absolutely, man. No, there, it, it doesn't need to exist because everything that they do is, is, is it's treacherous, man. And here's the craziest thing. When you look at the Democrats, right? The Democrats have gone all the way in. It's like the, when you look at the West, they're like, yeah, look, look at what Joe Potato said. Joe Potato is literally the crash test dummy of the White House. Has literally said, uh, we're going to keep playing uh, <clears throat> uh, higher, weight, uh, higher gas prices until Ukraine wins. Right? Right. Think right. how stupid. In other words... They are they the Western leaders, which are a bunch of decrepit old farts. Okay, they're idiots, the most talentless hacks. Look at Chris, uh, Chris, uh, Christian van an idiot, a moron, a, a failed individual, but yet gets promoted to the you know, to the to the uh, as a European whatever president or whatever, right? Look at Mario Draghi, look at Boris Johnson, Macron. You look at the idiot from Spain, you look at you look at um. Uh, Biden. These are people who've done nothing with their lives. Their 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 whole purpose is, is is to be part of this parasitic underclass, and they are an underclass because they have no class, right? Correct. And the whole thing is they've already locked arms, and they said because of their agreement with the Ukraine, they're going for a depression. They're going for this now. You know, there, there is a conflict between some some institutions and organizations within the money and power structure versus others. There is that. 
But the current crop of morons in power have already decided, hey, you know what? Let's crash this thing. Because a crash will work out best for them. It's the only way. And they'll try to crash it via war. They'll try to crash it via just economic chicanery, right? They'll try to crash it any which way possible. And that's where we are, man. That's where we are. It's unbelievable to see all of this, man. Unbelievable. I've never seen a group of morons in my life like this. Never. No, no. And 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 the crazy thing is they have the ability to uh to shift the the the, the perspectives of, of the population. You know, they control the media, they control the the numbers, the job reports that are that are published. Uh every bit of the way they have been uh GDP, they've been able to manufacture uh, you know, kind of like what you alluded to the other day, that the only place that they succeed is in is in is not in reality the only place that they see that they succeed is in the virtual orders in the in the the, the spheres of of media that's a place they see success there's yep. on the physical side there's there's nothing there probably the reason why they need zuckerberg to create the metaverse so that way they can continue the illusion of of being a success here in the united states and and it really pisses me off this time of year v it really does because i'm not sure why but around independence day and the fourth of july i really look at what you know, I'm not a historian. I, you know, I, I obviously had classes and all that, but I think back to the independence that we fought for, that we wanted um, a, a, against away from, away from the, the globalization uh, that was occurring. And, and we, we've completely forgot that. And what pisses me off is that this time of year, we, we, we don't know any better. We, we, we get together, we, 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 we put our flags out because nowadays that's all it takes to be patriotic is to put a flag out. Um, have your barbecue, whatever, and, and light fireworks, and and you're deemed patriotic. But I think those days are in. I think we need a new, a new Independence Day, a new call for uh, some action for things to take place. And and I said this yesterday because I listened to Harley again this morning. You know the 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 Schiller Institute, the LaRouche organization, are really putting forth a, a really solid plan to encourage a new Britain Woods, a, a reformation that needs to take place. I just, I just don't know. I just don't think it gets the traction um, that that's needed um, to make an impact. And 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 I know it's a little bit at a time, but it, it's it's what we need. We have to change the the entire system. It's not voting Democrat. It's not voting Republican. Yes, yeah, no. those those things. Which those which things. oligarchical group should should rule over us? Quick, let's take a pick. Right. So so the process has to be to to start disrupting more of these things and and reinventing. Uh, a government that works, you know, for the people, uh, a, li- a limited government, uh, term limits, all these things that when people are running for election, they promise they're, they're, they're just words they're empty words. And then when they get elected, what happens? Nothing. They, they don't, they don't even consider it uh, because why? Because that would destroy the legacy of being able to be 75 or 80 years old and, and still be a, a, a congressperson for the United States government. Uh, we don't have a cycle of re of new ideas. We just refurbish the old and put them back in place because these politicians become so big. They get the corporate donors. They they're able to see their, basically their reelection success just strictly do upon the networks that they provide and the dollar, the dollars, the amount of money that they pour back into those corporations. It's, it's, it's a broken system. And, and the sooner that we Americans understand that, that that it's broken, the sooner we can evolve and change into something else, whether it's, Hey, you know, we do need to balkanize the United States. It's time to, to, to have the adult conversation that we systematically and fundamentally don't agree 
on numerous things. And that's okay. Let's not try to change each other. You you have your states. We have our states. Uh, and, and most people would be very upset, especially some of the traditional people that, but that's not America. That's That's not. But would you rather just keep the same versus fundamentally change things for the long term so that we can prosper and move in the right direction as a country? We, we, we've, we've got to get better, V. We have to. We, we, it's it, by all means necessary at this point. Yeah, 100%, man. We have to move forward. You know, and, and, and the whole thing is this. It's like, you know, there's a great article on, on Zero Hedge, and it says, pulling back the curtain of the real U.S. economy. Revised numbers on the U.S. GDP from the Bureau of Economic Lies and Analysis indicates that the economy faces a deeper contraction than originally reported, Right. And it says the GDP shrank in the first quarter of 2022 by 1.6%. We know this is all bullshit numbers. We know that 50% U.S. GDP numbers, maybe even more than 50%, is nothing but reshuffled debt. It's an impressive and sharp reversal from the fourth quarter of last year, which saw the GDP grow by 6.9% due primarily to the continued circulation of COVID stimulus dollars, consumer credit spending. It's important to keep in mind that this plunge in GDP occurred before the Federal Reserve started raising interest rates, meaning the Fed did, in fact, raise rates into economic weakness, much like they did during the onset of the Great Depression, causing even more damage to the economy in the process and prolonging the effects of crisis. The difference this time is that we do not stand, we do not face a standard deflationary threat, but a stagflationary one, and it's completely a different ballgame. Calls for recessions are ample from the mainstream financial media and many alternative analysts, though the assumption among many is that the price inflation will track down as the recession pressures grow. This may not be the case. Loss of buying power in the dollar due to central bank stimulus and numerous supply chain issues indicate an extended period of price inflation well into next year. Furthermore, with foreign central banks now incrementally dropping the dollar as world reserve currency, There will be even more dollars flooding into the U.S. from overseas that too many dollars chasing too few goods and services. That's exactly what is happening. You see, the the idiots in the West, when this whole Ukraine bullshit started back in 2013 into 14, excuse me, when it started then, and they had this grandiose plan. To this day, CJ, there are idiots in the West who think that they're going to divide up um, you know, they're going to divide up uh, uh, Russia. There are idiots who literally think that they're going to create a, 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 a puppet government. They could have the Boris Yeltsin years back in Russia. That they can contain China. This is how stupid these people are. And what did the idiot West do? The idiot Western leaders are like, we're going to wall ourselves in. These morons are like, we're going to create an, an, uh, the, the, the next Iron Curtain. It's not an Iron Curtain. It is a cellophane shower curtain because it's, 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 it's weak. It's flimsy. You can e- easily pierce right through it, and we can see how stark naked you are. So that's what the West has done. We're going to put the cellophane clear shower curtain, and we're going to b- block ourselves out from the rest of the world because you need us. This is what the West thinks. This is why during the G7 meeting, which they had at a – Former Nazi confab, where the Nazis used to meet, right? They were literally sitting there. All they could talk about was hyperventilating about Russia and China. That's all they could do. And they literally sat there. 
And they said to themselves, okay, we're going to come out, CJ, you're going to love this. You're going to laugh your ass off on this one. The, we're going to come out with an alternative to the Belt and Road Initiative. We're going to spend <laughs> $600 billion for infrastructure development in, in Latin America and, and in Africa and, and in Asia. We're going to do it. And when you read the fine print, what is it? It is a public-private partnership, meaning it's a bullshit deal. It'll never happen, right? It's not the same as, as China's. The loan programs in China is not the same as the loan programs offered by America and through the IMF and the World Bank. It's not even remotely the same. The IMF and the World Bank is like, here, we're going to give you a bank with a loan. Here's, here's a loan that you can never repay at an interest rate that will constantly be in flux. And when you default on it, we'll, take, we'll privatize all your utilities, your raw materials. We'll rape, rob, and pillage your country. And if you say no, we'll just assassinate you or create a color revolution and kick you out. China's is different. Here's $3 billion for high-speed rail. There you go. We'll be a, a 20% partner. We'll be a 30% partner. They take an equity position. Oh, you can't pay your debt? No problem. We'll do a moratorium on your debt. You pay it at a later date. They've restructured the debt 86 times for African countries. 86 times. And they created three different times several default products in order to keep the countries solvent. So the countries who are involved in this deal in creating valuable infrastructure won't get screwed and go bankrupt. Because a vibrant Africa is important to China. Because there's so much, what is involved? Mutually beneficial trade, which is something the Chinese have understood and mastered for tens of thousands of years. But the fucktards in D.C. and in London and in, the, and in Brussels cannot figure that out. Because to them, to the West and the Western mindset, which is dangerous, is a dangerous mindset. To them, it is, they play a game called zero-sum game. It's if I'm not winning and I'm not running the table, then I'll, I'll flip the table. If I'm not running the table, then I'll take over and bomb, rape, and pillage your country. Zero-sum game. And then when we're running the zero-sum game on hapless third-world nations, we need to be on the lookout for the next rising power. We need to be on the lookout for the next rising power. Because the next rising power, oh, my God, remember, there's this thing called the Thylucides Trap. That the rising power will be in conflict with the descending power. We need to prevent that from happening because we need full spectrum domination. Like who who are the morons who fill the leaders of the West with this idea? This is only something that people who spent time in academia studying theories and not reality. Men and women who sit there and theorize and forecast into a vacuum could come up with. And here we are today, 2022, the country's fucking gutted. Absolutely gutted. And when the, it, it's like, well, oh my God, wait till the average American, wait till the, the curtain is pulled back, wait till the mask is off and the average American can finally see what's been really happening. Let me explain something to you folks. You think you live in a first world country. You think you live in a developed nation. I'm here to tell you it's a lie. I'm here to tell you it's a false reality. I'm here to tell you you're in for a rude awakening. I'm here to tell you that you've been given a free lunch because your currency was made de facto world reserve back in Bretton Woods right after World War II, and you've been given a free lunch. You, were, you became superpowered through default. 
Do you understand that? Not because you were some great military might. You didn't win World War II. Wake up. Hello. You didn't win World War II. The Russians did. That's a fact. It's a fact, Jack. Eight out of ten German soldiers died at the hands of Russians. Eight out of ten. You understand? You understand, you understand how, how, how lowly the Germans thought of the American military? Let me tell you. How, let me... They weren't worried about Normandy. They were never worried about Normandy. They, they put most of their hardened SS battalions and forces right there. Operation Market Guard going right after Russia. Because they knew the, the, the Americans can't fight. But don't worry, here comes Hollywood saving Private Ryan. That's your idea. Navy SEALs, that's your idea. And you jerk off to these guys. It's a slave mentality, man. And when the mask is off, you're going to wake up and realize that everything you have, your buildings, your businesses, your roads, your infrastructure, was all bullshit. It was built on paper, phony, baloney money that was never, ever really worth anything. And now, when you've been laid to the scales and the hand of God comes out, and writes onto the wall, mene mene tekel umfrasin. You've been wait. You you've been laid to the scales, and you've been found wanting. And when judgment finally comes, and if you think you can go around blowing up the world for the last fifty years, killing tens of millions of innocent men, women, and children, and causing the suffering of hundreds of millions, you're out of your mind. That God, the universe, is going to sit back and let you get away with this bullshit. Spot on, V. 100, 100%, man. Spot on. <clears throat> yeah, it's um, unfortunately we don't have a very good track record to point to in regards to our, our efforts to reindustrialize or, or, or help uh, states. I mean, Middle East is a perfect example, right? What yeah. what did we get out of the trillions of dollars that were, were spent there? Did we... We didn't get any influence out of it at all. You know, you would think that we'd be able to have a little bit of influence from it, but we can't. We dictate nothing there, whether it's the oil production or, you know, watching the the, the shift that's taking taking place with the entire uh, Middle East pivoting to, towards more towards the the BRICS nations and the development that's taking place. We we have nothing to stand on, and I think it's it's just it's being all exposed, and and that's why we're we're witnessing it in real time. Uh, you know, I think as we move forward, we have to start having some some more conversation and, and, you know, getting our audience to also share what people are trying to do to make a difference, you know, looking for solutions, looking for solutions. And uh, I want to share this real quick, B. I was going to try to get Harley to join us at some point, but I know he's probably very busy, but this Sunday, uh, the Schiller Institute is doing a, another conference. And basically what they're calling for is a declaration for new Britain woods. You can find this over at the Schiller Institute it perfectly lays out the actual Helga Zepp LaRouche presentation that Lyndon LaRouche had built in regards to calling for a new Britain Woods proposal. Very simple terms. It's it's laid out here is, you know, what are the core Zepp LaRouche proposals? I'm not going to read it uh, there. I'll put the link in there, but 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 tune in and, and share this. Share this with family and friends this, this 4th of July and say, look, you know, I know we're celebrating Independence Day, but we're, we're, we're now the dependent state of, of America. And a good majority of, of our population is dependent upon 
the government, whether it's it's welfare, whether it's some type of other social services that are taking place. The ideas that our country was founded on are nowhere where we are today, and we need to reel that back in. Uh, Harley made some really great points, so go check out his podcast he did today <clears throat> over on the Lucia Organization YouTube channel. And then more importantly, uh, I'll put the link in, in the, the chat here in a minute for this Sunday's Schiller Institute conference. But I know I plan on listening in. Uh, maybe we'll have a watch party or something in the Discord uh, for it, uh, V. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, I, there's a, I, the reason why I laugh, see, you got to bring this article. This is hilarious. This is a, a very Onion-esque, not, I'm sorry, uh, a very Babylon B-esque article that was put together by Revolver. And I think it's hilarious. And I want you to think this is the country that creates $85 toilet seats for Air Force planes and, and $100 hammers and all this other bullshit, right? This is hilarious. Raytheon unveils new rent-seeking missile. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen to this. America's formidable military arsenal became even more so this week. <clears throat> As Raytheon Technologies revealed a brand new rent-seeking missile. The rent-seeking missile represents a revolutionary breakthrough in stealth technology, capable of blowing up the budget of an entire country before its taxpayers even notice that something's wrong. People used to just point and laugh when Congress would buy dozens of worthless tanks just to prop up general dynamics, said Senator and fanatical warhawk Lindsey Tickle-My-Butt-Graham. With this new missile, we'll bankrupt our country before China can even blink. As the benefits of its cutting-edge nature, the rent-seeking missile doesn't come cheap. Each missile will cost 480 million dollars 240 times the price of a tomahawk missile but raytheon ceo gregory hayes says the number was arrived after careful thought i just looked up the most expensive house in the dc area and multiplied it by 10 lol hayes told revolver fuck it next time i'm just gonna say it costs billions of dollars how many of these dumb congressmen do you suppose know how many zeros there are in a billion the missile's design is the product of more than a decade of work from the finest panderers and parasites in the greater D.C. area. Each missile broadcasts a powerful signal to the subconscious of senior administration officials. The signal makes officials extremely vulnerable. Implausible suggestions like Bashar Assad just did a gas attack on civilians for absolutely no reason is a war he was in a war that he was winning and convince him that the best response to such Suggestion is to wildly fire dozens of missiles at obscure air bases that nobody's heard of. These missiles will have to be replaced, ensuring a steady stream of income that Raytheon can spend on more lobbying and de facto bribes for politicians. Besides the direct cost per missile, each rent seeker will automatically contribute an additional $5 million <laughs> in aid to Ukraine and 10000 to the bank account of each retired U.S. general currently working. As a consultant, come on, awesome. don't you care about Ukraine, said Kremer. Ukraine, Ukraine, Kiev, Putler, Ukraine. Experts say the rent-seeking missiles reveal is likely a response to the People's Republic of China, which recently revealed that it had built an N-bomb capable of striking anywhere in the United States. The, re the rent-seeking missiles' dramatic cost, they noted, will guarantee that America's military budget remains far ahead. You know, that's the only thing we are ahead of in China and the rest of the world. Our military how much, budget. How much we spend. How yeah. much we spend. Yeah. And we get nothing. We get nothing. The missile is also a deadlier weapon. While the N-bomb has to actually explode to devastate a city with its 250 decibel N-word. 
the rent-seeking <laughs> missile causes the vast majority of his damage before being fired at all. The fact that the damage inflicted by the U.S. rather than other countries <laughs> did not seem to perturb members of Congress. With more than $27 billion in annual defense contracts higher than the budget of NASA, plus a former Air Force general retired Joint Chiefs Vice Chair and ex-Deputy SecDef on board, Raytheon was already a lucrative rent-seeker inside the Beltway. But company leaders say that the new missile secured the company's future against unlikely possibility of Congress coming to its senses and scaling back America's overseas quagmire. Dude, this is where we are, bro. This is our country, man. And they can't build a hypersonic. They can't build nothing. No, I think their last test was an absolute dismal failure. But don't they worry. They tried the other day. Yeah. Don't worry, though. America's put the, uh, the Dark Eagle hypersonic. No one's seen the Dark Eagle. Nobody's yet. There's no test footage. Of, it's literally some idiot wrote it on a napkin and said Dark Eagle. <laughs> and they're selling it to the Ukrainians. But no one's seen any of this shit. <laughs> v, I think already it was reported the amount of aid in dollars that we've sent to Ukraine already has, I, don't quote me on this, but it's like almost nearly doubled what the Russians spend like in an entire year on their military. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, absolutely. You know, but you know what? It, it, it's important. Look, we have to do everything we can to fight Vladov Putler. We have to. Babies are going hungry. There's no baby formula. Gas is quadrupled. It's going to go to $8 a gallon. Food is through the roof. Okay? But we have to fight Vladov Putler. These people are nuts. They're so right. dimwitted. They're so low IQ. They're such talentless hacks. Good, buddy. Oh, it's yeah. Ukraine is Ukraine is the globalist last stand. Uh, v. That's that's how I view it. It's their it's their last stand to try to keep keep this imaginary world that they're still in control. Uh, but they're not they're not living in reality. They 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 fail to see see the real things that are that are happening. Um, you know, in the UK and in Europe, they have amount of the a tight hold on media, the information that's that's put out. What basically what they're trying to accomplish here you know, in, in the United States, or therefore they they can convince uh, the majority of people that, that they are succeeding, that they are winning. But but eventually reality will come back and bite you in the ass. And, and it's just just a matter of time. I mean, it, it, it's it's already game over at this point. We're seeing the massive transition similar to what we covered yesterday, uh, watching the BRICS nations already begin to evolve and develop their their payment systems away from, uh, you know, from SWIFT. Other countries signing up, the, the massive, I think, Iran, Argentina, uh, applying to join uh, the BRICS. You know, these are the evolving economies. These are the marketplaces of, of the future. And unfortunately, the people that we have in, in control, particularly the government, do not have the ability uh, to come to terms to say that we, we've lost, yep. that we have to find a different way. It's, 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 it's finished. We're, we're done. We have, to, we have to be open to the ideas and, and join them at this point. But that's, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And the global south and the rest of the entire planet is said, wait a minute, West. You want to put on the aluminum foil curtain, the saran wrap curtain around your countries and block yourselves off, you old dilapidated bastards from the rest of the world and say that you that we need you? No, 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 you idiots. You need us. We're the ones who manufacture everything you consume. 
We're the ones who provide you with the energy. We're the ones who provide you with the actual real tech support, with the backend engineering. We're the ones who provide you the talent and the resources. Okay. No, no, no. We don't need you. You need us. This is how stupidly, pathologically, terminally idiotic the West has become. Like, what is going, what is it going to take for, like, what is it going to take for somebody to go to these capitals and smack the shit out of these people and tell them, listen, enough of this stupid nonsense? It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, it it is incredible. And another another resource that I'd like to to share just real quick is, you know, another solution that we can begin to explain or, or get people at least considering the idea of is that's convention of states. I'm not an expert on it. I'm still learning about it. I'm, I'm thankful that here in, in my home state in Indiana, we do have an active group <clears throat> that are really putting forth some content. They're they're trying to get people exposed to the idea of what the convention of states is. And I guarantee you that a lot of people we need to get these guys on. Don't. Yeah. We're yeah. getting our YouTube channel back in by like uh, 15 days or so. Yeah, sweet. So, and again, I know it's not perfect. I know there's some, some, you know, some concerns about if, if they do call for convention of states, what things potentially could be, be passed. But basically the nuts and bolts of it is, is this, is that under our existing constitution, article five of the U S constitution, it gives the states the power to call for a convention of states to propose amendments. It takes 34 states to call the convention and 38 to ratify any amendments that are proposed. Our convention would only allow the states to discuss amendments that, quote unquote, limit the power and jurisdiction of the federal government, impose fiscal restraints and place term limits on federal officials. That's that's what they're calling for. And could you think of three better focus points in regards to how states and and the federal the federal government's reacting? So this is one way for us to to fight back at the local level is to win back. You know, and maybe start beginning the process of the next governor election cycle uh, when th- those take place is to to maybe contact uh, the, 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 the person that's running and say, hey, you know, do you support the convention of states or would you be open to listen to it? Uh, because it's one of the things that the Constitution did. They are they understood that at some point that the federal government would become overreach and they understood that that states would need something in place to fight back for an overreaching federal government. And and I beg to ask, are we, are we at that point in history? Are we there yet? Yeah, exactly. We are there. I think we're there. I think you. I, I think we all know, Siege, what the trajectory is at this point. Yeah. Yep. I think we all know. Anyway, man, uh, that is what I have. Uh, anything else on on the radar? <clears throat> Uh, no, um, just to let our audience know, apologize to, to Jet. I, you know, Monday was kind of a, my day went sideways from, from the time that I got up. So we didn't get Jet on uh, Monday. Uh, we'll probably be, if it's yeah, we'll cool, you, probably get him on Tuesday. Well, Monday's, Monday's oh, Tuesday. Right, right, right. Tuesday. Yeah. Right. Tuesday, the Tuesday, the, the, the fifth, we'll have Jet uh, back on, on the, on the morning show. Yeah, um, and then also I, I did get several requests in for the discord link. So for those that have sent email me, I I'll get to that today, uh, to get, get you into the discord. Uh, but no, just mostly just, you know, in conversations and I know sometimes it's not easy, but whether it's hanging out with friends or family or, or the fire pit, listen for, for an opportunity to talk to people about some of the things I think everyone it's, is feeling a little bit, but people are hesitant about expressing the concern of what, what's happening with our country. Yeah, absolutely. 
Lots going on. So keep it locked right here, folks. Roguenews.com. Roguenews.com. And with that being said, enjoy your weekends. El Cuco. Take it away.